0: on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a qualified licensed professional counselor or a qualified licensed medical provider opportunity and a space for people within the minority communities to talk about mental health without those barriers around it because there's so many stigmas about us talking about our mental wellness and I wanted it just to be you know a space where people can come and get information and if they were thinking about therapy what it might be like to talk to a therapist and so that is the podcast and on my podcast I have different guests that come on some are experts within their field depending on what they do within therapy some people are pastors community workers and just sharing their story about how they got to where they're at and so tonight I'm stepping out of no fear It's a hashtag on the back. It's little, but you know, they didn't do it right, but you know. (laughs) So I'm stepping out of fear of sharing my story and I'll take y'all back to about 2005. I graduated. I was graduating from high school, so I'm dating myself. Um, And my biological father was not in my life. I had a stepfather, but he was in my life since I was like about two or three And that's the dad I've known, right? And my mom wanted to allow me the opportunity to connect with my biological father. And he didn't want to have anything to do with me. So imagine a 17-year-old girl getting ready to graduate, and biological father not wanting to have anything to do with her. But yet, I had this great father in my life, my stepdad, but he, you know, that's my dad. You know, I grew up in a two-parent household. Anybody, Nobody could tell me that my stepdad was not my real dad. He treated me and loved me as if he actually helped make me. Um, During that time, as I was transitioning on to college, my mom and stepdad ended up getting a divorce. So imagine 17. Biological dad not wanting to do anything with me. Stepdad and mom getting a divorce. What do you think went on in my head? Hmm. So my stepdad is leaving me, like my bio dad did. Doesn't want anything to do with me. Although that wasn't the case, because he still showed up for us. I talked to him on a regular basis. All of that. But in my mind, I was like, am I not good enough? Am I not worthy enough? And I think many times we think of mental health on the extreme ends of things in terms of what we see on TV of people in straitjackets and in a mental institution. But we forget about those life transitions that happen. And for me, that was a big one, right? I just graduated from high school, transitioning off into college, a new environment, new people. And now the family unit I've always grown accustomed to and known is broken. So I went to college with all these transitions at the same time. And some of you may know, some of you may not, Eric Erickson is um, a theorist. And I I study a lot of his work because he believes in psychosocial development, that every social interaction plays a part in how we behave and we go through life. For me, at 17, 18 is when we're in the intimacy versus isolation stage. And you're usually in that stage for, for quite a while, 18 to 40 years old. And the goal of that stage is for you to be able to develop long-lasting friendships. Anybody married? Anybody married? Okay, okay, my married fellow. right. Those long-lasting intimate relationships. But you know, sometimes people struggle. And for me, I happen to be in that stage, or entering into that stage when all these transitions happen. So what do you think happened? Somebody, wild guess, what do you think happened? Depression, a a form of it, I would agree. Thank you. Anger, yep, yeah. I'm sorry? Academic struggle. struggle. Not academically. I I rocked out academically. It, It was more so the intimate relationships. So for me, you know, I, and, and two, to, to backtrack, growing up in my home, we only not listen to gospel. So, you know, we were sheltered, we couldn't do none of that. And so, I'm, I'm going off to college first off, I'm like, I'm free, yay! You know, like, yeah, mom and pops ain't gotta worry about me, I can do my own thing. But again, keeping in mind, all of these transitions are happening at the same time. And so, for me, That was my stage of me trying to find love. But it wasn't until I worked with a therapist for her to to help me see that, to be like, well, you were looking for something. For me, in my head, I was like, I'm having a good time. I'm in college. Woo, right? But my promiscuity was, was looking for something. And for me, it was looking to be loved to know that I was worth somebody's love, looking for that daddy love. And mind you, my biological dad was in my life. I mean, my stepdad was in my life since I could remember. And so you're probably like, you know, if he raised you, Lakeisha, like, why was you struggling? Because he wasn't my biological father. And for me to know that my biological father didn't want to have anything to do with me, that messed me up. And then with my mom and dad getting a divorce, that messed me up even more to be like, well dang, nothing is, is a constant or permanent. So going through that stage of promiscuity, at the time I couldn't see it, that I was searching for something. I was just thinking, oh, um, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time. You know, this is what college life is all about. So it, it ended with me being in situationships. How many of y'all are familiar with that? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) mm-hmm, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, and so, (laughs) right, and so after a while, it was like if I do this, he gonna be with me, he gonna love me, but did he love me? No, he probably loved being with me, right, but he didn't want to be with me, out, together, we a couple, none of that. So then it was the next person that said something sweet to my ear, right? Because I remember again, I'm still looking for that love, for that acceptance, that daddy love. But he didn't, he didn't want to be with me either. And then it just perpetuated into the next person. But y'all probably like, dang girl, all them situationships, I know, right? But you know, God got a hold of me, okay. Um, <laughs> All right, all right. And and, and it wasn't until I, I I I had I had my kids. I have two kids, a, a son and a daughter. Um oh, I love they daddy. I I loved him. I loved him, y'all. Everything. He treated me bad when we were together. Like he would lie to me, he would cheat on me. But you know what? I want my family. My family not going to be broken. And, 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 I, and he loves me. He wants to be with me. I got his kids. Right? Nah. <laughs> After a while, Lakeisha got smart to be like, you know what? If I stay with him because that's what I'm looking for and I have his kids and I don't want my kids to be growing up in a broken home, that's, that's not fair to me. And I loved me too much to want to stay. And so, guess what happened? (laughs) What happened like that? (laughs) We broke up, okay? He's a great father, don't get me wrong, but us together wasn't what I needed. Because Lakeisha needed to learn to love herself first. Because I was looking to be with somebody hoping that they would complete me and fulfill me. But until we truly love who we are, how can we expect to be in a relationship with somebody else? Because what we are lacking will constantly show up. Um. Thank y'all, thank (laughs) y'all. And so through this, this, this life transition that we are on, I just wanna say it's okay to get support. From somebody that may not be your family, you know, um, and, and, and I talk to so many uh, minority clients just to tell them that it's okay to not be okay because we have, again, so many of these stigmas in our community. in the mi- And not just the black community, but you know, minority communities in general. Um, whether you are that superwoman or trying to be that superwoman, my friends can attest to it. I, I try to to portray like I'm that superwoman until I get sick. Like I was sick like a dog like last week. Um, Guy had to be like, you got to sit down because I was doing too much. Uh, but again, trying to to do everything. And so I, I just want to encourage you guys just to to begin to have those conversations about mental wellness. And, and not to think about mental health as always those extremes. Because some of you may have people in your family that have, have dealt with mental health issues. But I, I want to tell you, don't be afraid to have the conversation. You having the conversation don't mean you depressed, you schizophrenic, you bipolar. And I think many of the times we think that, because we have the conversation, that it's a, it's a given. But that's not the case. Um, So this is the Evolving Chair podcast. You can listen to me on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Fridays at 1 p.m. on CST on www.wqyl-db.com. And don't forget to do the text in option because I really want to give those vacations away. I don't want to hold on to them. I mean, you know. Um, Before I go, though, it's a fan that has really supported me. Hopefully, she's here tonight. Harris Garment. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. And you know, no, don't cry. <laughs> uh, and I just want to tell you I wasn't even going to apply to be a part of the podcast festival. My friends know it because I told them like, ah, I don't know, because people don't be listening, they ain't trying to hear about mental wellness, you know, like, what's the point? But then you was like, you know, it's the Morgan Podcast Festival going on, I really hope that you you apply. And I was like, man, I am. And then every time where I'd be like, man, I'm going to give up, I'm going to forget this, you literally show up in my timeline. Like, hey y'all, I wasn't this um, well-versed on mental health until I started listening to her podcast. And you know, you are definitely one of the key audience players that I promote to give the best quality of my podcast sessions to. So thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thank y'all. Make some noise, make some noise, give it up. I need your body in ways that you don't understand.